comedians react with Jonesy and Dwayne Perkins. In this episode, we have our friend Richard Pryor talking about how important it is to stay in shape. He was on a mission to find Mr. Warren G. <laughs> I got a car full of girls and it's going real It'll swell. swell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Richard Pryor live in concert. You will have to run! He sweats a lot in this one. He oh. does. I think, I want to say this is the one that legend has it. He filmed two. And the first one was like almost unusable. And yeah. the second one became this legendary classic. When I did my special, I taped two. First yeah. was usable if I had to. But still 90% of what you see on my special take note is from the second show. Just because I was in a, we had more people, I was in a more comfortable space. I had just ran it. I felt like the first one, I wasn't, I wasn't super happy with it, but I knew like, okay, push come to shove, we can, we can burn that. We can, you know, we can yep. use what I just did. So it frees you a bit. But what we're seeing is either him being completely relaxed because he already got one in the can, or him saying like, I got to come out swinging because the one we got is not usable. And whatever, which, whichever scenario, whichever, um, maybe somewhere in between, he just killed it on this one. We watched the very beginning of this. Yeah. And although it's the one he went with and it's the second performance, the crowd is still trickling in. And during the first, I mean, he's on stage five minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you much. Good evening. And they're still it's coming outrageous. in. Yeah, and that's he, very strange. And he talks about there being an intermission. So I think Patty LaBelle may have opened up for him and mm-hmm. sang, which is fucking just super badass rock star, boss, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, the crowd is walking in. And the thing is, you would think the producer, the director, I don't know how many cameras they had set up, they would just go to a different shot. It's almost like they wanted you to see people walking in because they don't show people again. I would not think to have my special and like within the first minute, people are still walking to their seats. It makes me also think that he didn't have a comic before him. Exactly, exactly. And after the musical guest and after the intermission, he goes, no, after the intermission, I'm going to go out there, which is not smart. Right, because he says, you know, when white, I, I like when white people come back from intermission and black people... He didn't use that. He said something else. But black people have taken their seats. Like you said, why not have another comic just to let people take their seats, even if it's not like, even if he just does two minutes. Yep. You know what I mean? He's just eating that entry time, and that's all that that, that guy's right, doing. Right. Uh, but my thing is, again, there's got to be another camera angle, a wide shot or a shot above, where we don't see people walking in. But it, it didn't take away but it was definitely an odd choice it's a bit of a free-for-all like i don't think there's any crowd wrangling going on some dude just runs right up to the stage to take his photo from yeah, like, like right, just runs right, out of his seat right. motherfucker sit down you know you ain't got no film in the camera you're just bullshitting just flashing ain't nothing flashing sit your ugly ass down It's just like kind of like right. a free for all. I'm so surprised. Well, it, it doesn't like, have that sacred. We're taping a special vibe. It, it doesn't. To me. Not at all. Not at all. Well, it's Long Beach. It's Richard Pryor, and I guess he 
you know, he's known to be a free spirit, so he attracts that. But also, this is pre-9-11, obviously, right? But it's also pre-active shooter. So I think it feels like security was just different. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just walk up to the front and take a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now you'd get tackled. So back then, I just think it was like people were kind of like had more. They were treated like a, like adults. They had more, you know, leeway. We 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 trust you're gonna do the right thing, kind of scenario. But yet, there's so many videos of a sports team winning a championship, and then the <sighs> the crowd is just on the court, yeah, on the field. They're pulling down the goalpost, and right, right. and nobody's freaking out about it. It's just something well, that they seem to seem again, to do. Was- It's a bit dangerous to have people storm the field. And at any point in time, that's a bit dangerous because people can get trampled. But I think the notion that, okay, people are storming the field and one guy is just going to be down there shanking people, indiscriminately just shanking, stabbing people. <laughs> they didn't think about that kind of stuff back yeah, then. Now that, you're like, wait, wait, how do we know one of them, one of the guys isn't stabbing people? Right. And it's not even like back then if you said it, people would be like, get out of here. Why would someone stab people? But now you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could happen. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's get into this bit. You want to intro the bit? He's transitioning from being in shape as a boxer to being in shape just as a person. That's why you got to keep your legs in shape, man, and do road work and shit. You got to run four or five miles a day. Ali run backwards because that's the way he fights. <laughs> I just be running like this. Rashawn, my trainer, he said, run, keep your mouth closed, breathe through your nose. You'll be breathing through your nose and snot start coming out your nose, right? That's when the women come out, right? You got snot hanging on your nose. You'll be running, get one of them, and get it on somebody running next to you, like this. Say, Jack, what's this shit you got on me? What I love about that bit is he never stops running. So like yeah. the guy who who's who like he's not blue snot on is now talking and running. They're still running and having this conversation. At the same speed, which yeah. is great, which is like kind of like, you know, you don't associate like great physical improv work with comedians, but Rich was great at it. I think that's a nice little, you know, you're pissed off and you're still jogging. You don't like stop the other guy. Like, wait, wait, stop! You just, you just, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you would still keep running. And I like the line: "You're gonna be running for real." And sometimes it's ego crushing when you be running, cause old white man be out there lapping your ass, right? Be like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I love the sh- the shuffle. I love. <laughs> it's like he's barely using his body, and he's just lapping you, which is still true to this day. You're gonna be running, you get that pain in your side. <laughs> This is one of this is trademark prior where he gives a voice to yeah. uh, personifies something. Yeah, yeah. what otherwise, it, oftentimes it's animals. It right, could be, but right. he'll also uh, inanimate objects aren't off the table with him. Exactly, exactly. He'll, he'll put a voice and characterize anything, anything. It falls in line with his character work. He's great at acting, great at characters, but also it just brings it home to you. You know, it brings it home because it's like. The pain probably, you know, 
like when you think about like actually what's happening is just you have a pain, right? The pain is not a separate person, but it's making it a separate person is just a way of animating the bit. And yeah, he's he's great at that and brave because a lot of people wouldn't do that, but it's simple. It's simple yet brilliant that you would do that. And I don't know why I'm as like I don't do it that much, and a lot of comics don't do that. Like don't because it's a great way to like. It's a great way to show as opposed to tell. Because Richard could say, your side is hurting. And you can understand it's funny. But to give it a voice and everything just brings it to life. And it's more surprising because to hear, an, to hear a pain have a personality and a voice is like, wow, that's part of the surprise. Right, exactly. I serve no purpose other than to kill your ass. <laughs> I'll be moving from side to side. Down your groin and up your ass. When you drop dead, I will stop. There's <laughs> <laughs> water. He's really working. Yeah, I think he actually had to take water. He actually tired himself out a bit. But he's sweating like no. This, 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 is, this is why he has a trainer. Yeah. That's, that's just great. 
Place yourself back then. Mm-hmm. Comics do this stuff all the time now. They, the the act outs and the acting and the voices and stuff. Right, but right. this was like kind of a. This guy's a pioneer in that, right? So, oh yeah, and it, but it's like, and it's the accuracy. Like he didn't just drop, which would have been funny. But like you oh, saw him, boy. he got he got hit. He he act- felt it. He you know what I mean. He actually acted out exactly what you would have done on a movie set. Now look at you just been shot. Drop and and he would and he. He's such a great actor. I mean, it's easy to so easy to see when you see him do his stand up and this isn't the case for all comics, you right, know. Right. And a lot of comics they want to be actors and they we, we all get kind of pushed into that area. Oh, can you act? Can you? Act? You could tell by just watching his stand up for 5 minutes that Absolutely. he is an extraordinary actor. And we don't talk about that really. We talk about what a no, what well, a knock him out of the park comic that he is, but as far as an actor goes, right, right. I mean, well, it's clear I feel like Eddie took Eddie Murphy took the baton, the acting baton, as well as comedy, the comedy baton. But he took the, he took Richard's acting baton and ran with it. And he was allowed Eddie's had even though they don't let Eddie do everything he wants to do and, and they kind of pigeonholed him in certain ways, but I think he's had a larger breadth of uh different types of roles whereas Richard Pryor kind of like even though he's just a great actor, he was always like playing a version of himself, like a scared version of himself, which worked. But I think, um, yeah, and because he's such a great comic, we lose sight of it. But like that bit, the falling, just how he did it, you, you know, because you could fall on the ground and not get a laugh, right? I mean, not, that's that won't usually happen. But if that does happen, you just fell to the ground and you didn't get a laugh. And yeah. guess what? Guess what you got to do? You got to get back up. Yeah. And that you know, fall better get a laugh. Right, you better make it funny you're, somehow. Because you're wanting that laugh yep. to help you get up. Like while they're laughing, they're enjoying it. You get up. You fall and they don't laugh, and they're just watching you get up. Whew. Oh, it's like any extra physicality. I, I mean, right? Uh, you know, I, I I remember distinctly doing a bit last year where I I got on the ground and it didn't work, and I'm on now. I'm on the ground. Like <laughs> right. I didn't fall. I sat down. Right, you said that. I sat down uh, to do a kind of an act out and no laugh, and that. Getting up, like you say, now I gotta get up, and it's so it's so right. humiliating. Because, and that's the thing, like at, when you do comedy, you learn that they don't know when your punchline is coming, right? And so if you're standing up, you're telling a joke. Unless you, unless you go like, unless you're like, so I said, put them in a sink. <laughs> you know, unless you do something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But typically, they don't. They kind of get a sense, but they don't know. So if you get to a punch and they don't laugh, you can just keep rolling and act like, oh, that wasn't even supposed to be a laugh. But you can't fake that. You can't fake that when you're on the floor. Because they know. They're smart enough to know. This feels like this would have been the crescendo of what he was trying to do. <laughs> yep. Uh, and this is uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> That's right. Because we didn't laugh. He clearly thought something was going to happen right here. You know what I mean? So you have to be brave enough. And, and Rich is. But he did it so perfectly that, of course, it's going to get a laugh. If you've ever been kicked in the nuts... There seems to be a delay. There's a delay, absolutely. Between the time you're kicked, it, it strikes you, and then the time that you feel the pain. And if you watch that fall, it hit, and he, and it, and he actually acted out that pause between the kick absolutely. and the pain hitting you. Absolutely. I don't know why biologically that is a thing, though, but I've, I could be kicked in the nuts and be like, ah, why did you just do that? Right. Oh, and then it hits me. If he sh- he does that in the fall too. It's so realistic. It's so oh, goddamn realistic. Job. You know, what's crazy is that Ed 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 has a joke where he talks about getting hit in the nuts. 
and he describes to a T what Eddie, what Richard Pryor just acted out. Where Eddie Murphy says, "Um, because when you get hit in the nuts, you don't, you don't first, you don't notice it right away." He's talking about, I think, it was playing tennis or something. But I love is the timeliness of it. Is that okay? This is 1979. He's talking about fighting versus people doing karate and kung fu. Yeah. And and what's crazy is right now yeah. you got a thing where every guy and his brother is doing MMA. And that's yeah. and, and it's it's like still very accurate. It's just nothing changes and like universal comedy is always funny cuz I know so many guys who are like not tough guys but they've taken MMA class and now they just don't know how to like talk their way out of a fight anymore because they're like, "You know what? I I've taken a few MMA classes." Yeah. You know, that's where we're at now. And in 1979, it was that was the Bruce Lee rage. Exactly, uh, and, exactly. And so everyone was, you know, karate studios were popping up right, all over right. the place. People were were starting to not talk themselves out of a fight anymore. Right. They started to get into a stance and go, oh, right, and, and right. you know, and this is what you get. I love that singing, Macho Man. I'll take that knife, Fisher. Sure, whatever you're at, like. It's just when I first heard that, I could not stop laughing because it's like clearly you're not gonna win, like you're going to lose. Like something about the voice about that character, it's just like you just know what happens to this guy. You know what I mean? And I think without saying a word, without really just—I mean, he talked about it a little bit, but without like telling you, "Oh, this guy, by the way, this guy gets his ass beat," you just know that's gonna happen. I love like potential is such a great thing. Like potential that's never, never met, never reached. You know, like people who practice their end zone dance who play football but they're never going to get in the end zone you know richard has a way of just bringing you there and you see it i'm i'm, I'm not quite enough familiar with all the stand-up that, that was happening in the late 70s but i'd imagine this was the one guy that you go to and it's like watching it's like watching stand-up in 3d yeah, absolutely because uh, i mean there was a little bit who not, else is doing that not to this extent to this and extent the guy was who, kicked in he, the guy his nuts hurt the whole bit, and you you know like he he committed to that voice, and oh yeah, you know like it's just full committing. I don't I don't I think most guys were they were doing like monologues kind of you know it was, I mean yeah very much well, so they did character work they went in and know. out but it wasn't so seamless wasn't so committed he's like you know acting out a whole movie right in front of your face Absolutely. like the entire scene is being Absolutely. acted out. I think that it's it's great that you know a concept like you should run. You know, like, that's not some new ground, new terrain, right? It's fairly obvious that you should run. It's so simple of an idea. Right. But he brought so much to it by doing all the character work where he, it, it, the simplicity wasn't in, a, in the concept. It was in the honesty and how he conveyed it, which was, I think was, his, was one of his best traits. It's like when you act out something really, really well, like even like a guy like Dane, Dane Cook, when your act outs are so good, it becomes its own level of honesty, you know, because I think as comics, we love to point out angles that no one else has seen. And that's kind of cool. And to make people go, oh, wow, that's so true. I never saw it that way. It's it's almost, you know, hard, to, harder in a sense to be like, here's a way you've definitely seen it before. But you've never seen anyone do it like this before or, or commit to the honesty the way I am. The fact that people don't run sometimes and that whole, uh, take that knife and shove it up your ass, it's like, it's, yeah, it's an obvious concept that you should run and yet people don't. And he, so he brought all of that to life. He often will go to acting out the victim of a calamity for you. Right, right. He's so good at being like, what happened? And like, it's happening, like the world is crashing down on him. The bad thing is happening to him. He acts that out so perfectly, like, 
playing the victim of some s- stupid behavior. Right, uh, right. To show you, don't be dumb and do this. This is, this is why you should run. You just see how he birthed so many other comics. Like, you know, obviously Eddie Murphy is heavily, heavily influenced by Richard Pryor, but so are many actors, many comics, obviously, but actors too. Like, you can see Kevin Hart, you know, like some of the stuff he does, some of the stuff that um, uh, Martin Lawrence does. I mean, don't get me wrong. These people are funny people that have their own sensibilities, their own sort of ideology, um, like quirks and idiosyncrasies, I should say. But Rich kind of like the the calamity thing you were saying, the like I'm, I've, I've befallen to this ill fate and I'm going to act it out. I think he did that on such a great level. It's almost like like um, Luke Costello-esque, you know, Abbott and Costello, if you go way back, or the, the Three Stooges. Like, he's, it's that level of, look at all this crazy stuff happening to me, but it's one guy yeah. and no props, sure. and just a mic on stage, and is yeah. able to bring, but still that much imagery to it. When you were describing that, it made me think of a court jester. So way back when, right. the court jester comes out in front of the king and then and then uh, en- enacts a calamity upon himself, whether it's falling down or right, getting hurt right, or, right. or egg on his face or whatever. This is a much more sophisticated version of that, for sure. Absolutely. There's something absolutely. in us that it's funny to us to see somebody f- falling down. Right. And, uh, of course, his way of doing it is like, ad- it just has layers upon layers but, upon layers upon layers in talent. Um, absolutely. But it's great that that's a perfect example because the thing about the court gesture is that I think historically, if you weren't funny, you could you could you know like it was life or death. Like oh, you could get hurt, you could get fired. Like if you weren't funny, or if they took offense, or if anything like that, you could really be hurt. And not that Rich is going to be hurt, but you feel like that's his level of commitment. I have to. I can't leave anything on the table. But it's still very nuanced because he knows what he's doing. He goes in in and out of the characters, you know. It's like, I won't say desperation, but the desperation is he desperately needs to be honest to a level that a lot of comics don't tap into. Like, And you can't, it's undeniable. Once once you get to that level of honesty, it's undeniable. And I think um, as comics, so many comics these days, we're all about the um, element of surprise, coming up with a new thing, a new angle, a new this, but... We forget that. You know what? You can go deeper into the honesty. And there's stuff there that, that people, there's stuff there people are leaving. People are leaving, like, you know how you, you cook something and you know, sometimes that stuff on the bottom is where all the seasoning is. It's where, mm-hmm. like, the, it's like the good stuff is. You don't, you think it's like the burnt stuff. No, but sometimes it's the good stuff. And he just drills down, drills down until, like, fuck, like, you know, getting hit in the balls and all this stuff. And he's doing it within telling you something, not just "Hey, getting hit in the balls is funny," you know. Like, so you're not you're not mad at him because it's not um, it's not a trite thing. He got into it a certain way, you know. It's not what you're doing; it's how you're doing it's it. How you're doing? Yeah, it. it's how. It's, it's not the what how. you said; it's the way you said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think most comics now think it would be below them to do a bit about running. We can do a bit about running. That's right, not um, right. And of course, there's a whole alt scene that wouldn't even uh, right, right. sniff that kind of subject absolutely uh, but but it's he's not but he's on a big stage he's doing theater it's like a one-man show in essence so he's he's got to make the people in the back laugh too and but the thing is as he gets bigger he doesn't lose honesty he doesn't lose 
like we're watching this on TV, it works. Like we we're talking about before, like, but in live, it would still work. With some people, you're watching them on a TV, okay, fine, or a small screen. But if you were like 20 rows back or 40 rows back, you'd be like, what is this guy talking about? I recommend this whole Absolutely. concert. It's on Netflix, by the way. We Absolutely, just we yeah. didn't we didn't realize that we've spent an hour looking for <laughs> right. it on, on YouTube. <laughs> didn't think to go to Netflix, right? And uh, what a gift! So watch the whole thing. I'll put a link to it in the description. And if you have any videos that you want us to uh, review and check out, I'll put some information in the description. You can send that to us as well. Comedians React is available on all podcast players and YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe for all future episodes of Comedians React. We'll be covering comedians that I'm sure you love as well. If you'd like to suggest a comedian for us to cover, please email us at realcomediansreact at gmail.com.